I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article entitled The Sin of Refusing to Look at Oneself, which I published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on July 13th, 2021. The Sin of Refusing to Look at Oneself. The first of the Nevi Machronim, later prophets, to prophesy about the destruction of Bais Rishon, the first temple, and Galus Bavel, the Babylonian exile, was Yeshayahu, in the first prophecy he received. This is Yeshayahu, chapter 6, Sukim 9 through 10. Hashem said, Go and say to this people, You surely listen, but you do not understand. You surely see, but you do not know. The heart of this people has become fat. Its ears have become heavy. Its eyes have become covered over. Lest it see with its eyes and hear with its ears and understand with its heart and it return, i.e. engage in teshuva, and be healed. End quote. Radak explains, quote, you listen with your ears to the words of the Nevi'im who rebuke you, but you do not understand. You see the wonders of the Creator, but you do not know. In other words, you do not apply your mind and you do not pay attention to me, with a capital M. You intentionally fatten your heart and make your ears heavy and cover over your eyes so that you do not hear and do not see and do not understand and do not know. For you desire neither teshuva nor healing, which is the forgiveness after teshuva. End quote. Yeshayahu does not focus on the people's sinfulness per se, rather he rebukes them for their refusal to look at themselves with a critical mind, since doing so would prompt them to do teshuva. There are two ways to understand the intent of this message. The first is to assume that the Navi is primarily concerned with the sinfulness of the people, and he is simply pointing out that their impediment to doing teshuva and being healed is their refusal to look, listen, and know themselves. The second reading is that the Navi is primarily concerned with the people's resistance to the type of self-knowledge which leads to teshuva, and the oblique reference to their sinfulness is merely the backdrop of this focus. I believe that the second understanding is correct. The strongest evidence for this reading is that no sin is explicitly mentioned other than the refusal to look, listen, and know themselves. This sin is expanded upon by Anthony DeMello in Awareness, the Perils and Opportunities of Reality. Quote, the first thing I want you to understand, if you really want to wake up, is that you don't want to wake up. The first step to waking up is to be honest enough to admit to yourself that you don't like it. We don't want to look, because if we do, we may change. We don't want to look. If you look, you lose control of the life that you are so precariously holding together. And so in order to wake up, the one thing you need most is not energy or strength or youthfulness or even great intelligence. The one thing you need most of all is the readiness to learn something new. The chances that you will wake up are in direct proportion to the amount of truth you can take without running away. How much are you really ready to take? How much of everything you've held dear are you ready to have shattered without running away? How ready are you to think of something unfamiliar? End quote. We often resist doing teshuva because we are attached to a particular behavior and don't want to stop. But there is another reason why we may resist doing teshuva, because we are terrified of seeing who we are in the present or of who we may become in the future if we allow ourselves to let go of the life and the narrative about ourselves that we so desperately and precariously cling to. 
If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.